Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our podcast. Thanks for tuning in again. I'm your host, Captain T, and you're listening to Your Monkey's Uncle. Now, I'm just a regular guy, just like most of you out there, wanting to express my opinion on what I'm seeing day in and day out regarding this election. So here we go again. Hillary Clinton is back. She's back on the campaign, on her campaign trail. Uh, She's had a great recovery from her pneumonia, thank thank God. I, I wish her well. But somebody's got to get me some of those antibiotics she was on. A two, three-day recovery is fantastic. Now, if you've been paying attention over the last week or so, you would have seen that Donald Trump, true to his nature, has been crisscrossing in the country, making policy speeches. And I have to admit, surprisingly, big policy speeches that I really believe affect all Americans. On the other hand, every time I hear Hillary Clinton speak, It's as if she's catering or rather pandering to some special interest group. For example, today, her first speech, I believe it was in Washington, she was talking to some women or black women's groups or something, but one of the phrases that came out of her mouth was, uh, quote, unquote, black girl magic is real. Wow. That's, That's laughable. That's like me walking down a street in the inner city and trying to fit in, calling everybody bro and wearing my pants around my knees. You know, you get the picture? I I even remember a couple months ago, uh, she was doing some interview and she was trying again to uh, reach out to the black community and she's talking about how everywhere she travels, she carries a bottle of Tabasco sauce. Come on. Really, am I to believe that? Me, myself, I find that insulting. You know, as I've paid more attention to this election, I've noticed that the Democrat Party and Hillary Clinton, as their leader, every time she speaks, this party and their leader tend to gravitate to a particular segment of the population as if to hold themselves out to be the only advocates for these groups. Now, I'm referring, for example, to women, the black community, Latinos, gays, Muslims, whatever they think they can sink their teeth into and try to drag in to get a vote out of. Now, am I wrong? Am I the only one that sees it this way? I don't think so. You know, Hillary speaks about Trump running a hateful, fearful, divisive campaign, but Again, I don't see it like that. But what I do see is every time Hillary incites or invokes one of these minorities and brings them into her policy speeches, I see her as trying to incite hate and fear and divisiveness. By doing this, Hillary is the one that divides Americans by segregating them into minority groups. She is the one that invokes divisiveness, prejudices, hate, and bigotry. And if you pay close attention, she does this and also always tries to point the finger at the other guy, i.e. Donald Trump, and and stating that he's the demon, he's the one that's running a campaign of fear. I only have one thing to say to Hillary. And a wise man once told me, be careful who you're pointing at because there are three fingers 
pointing back at you. Let's face it. The reason they do this is because it's been a very successful strategy for the Democratic Party. They've done this for many, many, many. I'll give you one more example. If you recall, uh, watching Michelle Obama give her speech at the Democratic National Convention. Now, in that speech, she discussed and brought into context how slaves, her and her children, were living in a house, referring to the White House, as a house built by slaves. As if to say how far black people have come in our culture. Why even bring it up at all unless to incite some type of fear or some type of prejudice or some type of something? I'll tell you why she brought it up and why the Democrats continue to bring up such things. is because they want to invoke emotions. They want to invoke emotions. They want to appeal to the black vote. They, the Democrats and Hillary want to be the champions or they want to be perceived as the champions of black community. This is the democratic strategy of divide and conquer. I call this playing dirty. Yes, the Democrats and Hillary Clinton play dirty. Further to that, and which is really surprising, is that the Republicans have allowed the Democrats to get away with this for such a long period of time. For some reason, the Democrats, and if you think back to John McCain and Mitt Romney elections, they've always taken the higher road, never fought back. The Republicans have never stood up to this Democratic Party strategy. Well, now I think they've met their match and everybody's surprised. Donald Trump is a fighter. He's fighting back. As the liberal media has painted him, he's a counterpuncher. He's a counterpuncher and he's going to punch you back. He's going to come back at you. And he's going to come back at you in spades. And that's caught the other side completely off guard. He's caught them completely off guard. For example, he went after, he reached out to the LGBTQ community uh, in, at, the, at his own convention. Trump reached out to the black community by going to black churches in Detroit and by pointing out very effectively, I might add, the disparity and challenges of the black community, especially in the inner city. The Democrats and Hillary Clinton have finally, I believe, met their match. Donald Trump is connecting the dots and he's not afraid to talk about it. For example... Donald Trump is the first person I can think of that has shown the black community that the Democrats have failed to provide the necessary support for them to climb out of this vicious pit of poverty and violence, especially in the inner cities. Oddly and very telling is also the fact that Trump has also brought to light that the worst of these inner city and and communities have been governed by Democrats for many, many, many consecutive years, and in some cases, almost 100 years consecutive. So, as a rational, regular man, I have to ask myself, if, if, if they've ruled these communities for 100 years, 
and not been able to do anything for these people to help them out of their disparity, what makes anybody think that they'll be able to solve it over the next four years with Hillary, Hillary Clinton? Don't forget, Hillary Clinton has been around for about 30 years. Don't be fooled. The Democrats are not your party, folks. If, they were, if the Democrats were really concerned about you, the issues that people are facing, these inner cities, would have been addressed and resolved many, many, many moons ago. Do not let Hillary and the Democrat Party play you for a fool. To me, this is the ultimate insult. They really think they are smarter than you. Or rather, put in a non-politically correct way, they think you're stupid. You know, listen to when Hillary speaks. This election is no different than every other election that's gone, gone on. The Democrats come at you, and I'm speaking to you, the minorities. They come at you inciting racism and prejudice by the opposition, by pointing the finger at the other guy. As they are doing today with this birther movement. Think about it, people. What does this birther movement thing have to do with what is really important this election cycle? You know, think of it this way. You know, I've watched a lot of reruns and replays and everything from CNN, all this liberal media. Trump never said, I don't think Obama was born, uh, was born out of the U.S. because he's black. Trump simply challenged Barack Obama's birthplace. It had nothing to do with race, but yet the Democrats and Hillary want to paint it as a racial issue, as a thing of prejudice. They want to stack the black community against the GOP, the Republicans, and Donald Trump. You know, how short is our memory? Not that long ago, Donald Trump was challenging Ted Cruz as well regarding the same issue. And you know what? Last I looked, Ted Cruz is not black. This whole birther thing is a tale that's been spun and is continuing to be spun by the Democrats and Hillary Clinton machine to incite divisiveness, racism, prejudice, hate in this election cycle. As Hillary Clinton herself said, words have consequences. So be careful what you say, Hillary. Have you no shame? These words that you're putting in Trump's mouth and trying to uh, blame on Donald Trump and the Republicans, these are the things that cause tension and hatred in the U.S. Not Trump, not the GOP, but rather the Democrats who try to pick position themselves to be the saviors of the minorities and try to point the finger at the other guy. The way I see it, the Democrats and Hillary Clinton just love to add fuel to the fire. And they do this because they know the strategy works. Because I truly believe that they think we are too stupid to realize how we are being played. So without beaten up on this point, I think you all get what I'm trying to say here. Again, to quote Hillary Clinton today in her first speech back since her illness, 
She said, the next 53 days will shape the next 50 years. Now, people, are you listening to this? History has proven itself. Do you want to continue to prove, to repeat history? And not only you Democrats that have always voted Democrats or minorities have always voted Democrats because you believe they were the party for you, but how about you Republicans and you never Trumpers? Think about this. The next 53 days will shape the next 50 years. Quote, unquote, Hillary Clinton. Are you going to let her choose the next Supreme Court? Because we know that's exactly what she has in mind. Hillary Clinton also said today in the same speech, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time they show you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you better take that to heart and pay attention to what Hillary says. How many times does she have to lie to you before you realize who she really is? Ladies and gentlemen, a tiger doesn't change its stripes. Listen carefully to what Hillary says every time she gets in front of that podium and in front of that microphone. And listen to what I've tried to say today. Now, that being said, I know that Trump has been on the upswing, but I still believe that this is not going to sink in. People just do not pay enough attention to the important things uh, to actually stand up for what is right. At the end of the day, I'm still standing by what I said the other day, and Hillary Clinton will be elected the next president of the United States. And based on her past history, you may as well, you've just given her a blank check, a signed blank check. And, and if she is elected the next president, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your monkey's uncle. And ladies and gentlemen, you're going to be a monkey's uncle too. Thank you for listening. Tune in again soon.